Morgan, the boys at ESPN San Antonio. RJ, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well, guys. Great to be with you. Happy Friday. Hey, and you know what? We're a day away from another preseason game, and we're not that far from the start of the regular season, RJ. And and there's still some questions when it comes to this Cowboy football team. And I got to begin with quarterback. What is the status of Dak, in your opinion? And are the Cowboys downplaying something that may be a little more serious than what we think? You know, I um, I'm not a conspiracy theorist by any measure, um, but uh, but I do get how it has felt like the Cowboys have moved the goalposts a little bit. Um, you know, certainly from the time of, of the initial injury back on July 28th. You know, we've we've heard it's you know going to be a couple of days. We're going to hold him past the Rams scrimmage. You know, he's not going to play uh, in Arizona. You know, he's he might play against Houston. He's not going to play against Houston. I, I can see how, you know, those dots are easy to connect. But, I, I mean, he, he has progressed in terms of, you know, amounts or frequency he's throwing at practice. And so that bodes well for me. I think this is just the Cowboys being overly cautious. And I think because of the narrative around this team, this player, the fact that they're on hard knocks, the fact that they're the Cowboys, they're this natural attention magnet. And so – um, I, I think everything's fine. If I had to, you know, if I had to bet y'all's, uh, you know, salaries, I would. I <laughs> but uh, but I, I think everything's all right. But I, I do get people kind of, you know, getting a little bit antsy. Okay, so so tomorrow night is quote unquote the dress rehearsal. But you are going to be without Dak. You're going to be without Zeke. Not sure how much, uh, if any, uh, your uh, the your, your wide receiver plays. So is this truly a dress rehearsal in your opinion? I think it is for the defense, and I think that that's an important you know measurement, although it's difficult to really get a full measurement of yourself against what the Houston Texans are going to trot out there. Obviously, their situation is incredibly in flux offensively. Um, and so I, I think that that's, that's kind of the real material you're going to be able to grind uh, out of this game because, yeah, it, it's difficult. You know, it's going to be awesome to see Amari Cooper, but it's, it's hard to get a full assessment as far as who he is or who CD Lamb is or whatever and what potential they have if you don't have Dak Prescott. So I think you have to temper expectations when it comes to the Cowboys being on offense. But when they're on defense, I think you can totally buy and believe everything that you're seeing. RJ, with you just mentioned uh, Amari Cooper. Is it really a great idea to play Amari Cooper in this situation if he's not going to have Dak, if he's not going to have you know the offensive line? What, what are they going to get from Amari Cooper? I think that's a really good question. I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea. Um, but to answer your question, I don't think it's a great idea. Uh, because, you know, Mike McCarthy said he's going to play 10 to 12 snaps. Like, what what does that do? I mean, like, are, are you really, you know, are you that, are you literally 10 to 12 snaps away from making a decision on, on Amari Cooper of all players? Um, and so if, if you're going to rest Dak, you're going to rest these, you're going to rest all these other players, Dak Martin, whatever. I mean, you know, I, 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 I get wanting to see him. I get feeling that way about everybody, but um, I think you've got to be all in one way or another. And, and, you know, you can't be halfway. We're going to play these guys and not these guys. If you're going to not play certain players, Amari Cooper certainly qualifies for that distinction. And, and that's what I, I, I'm, we're seeing. We're seeing that it looks like, the, as you point out, that this may be a pretty solid dress rehearsal for the defense but not for the offense and uh, I just find that interesting totally I mean defensively uh, I think the Cowboys will probably give their starters a whole half uh, to kind of work and, and that's good and you know that's the side of the ball that you need to see that because that's the side of the ball that plays you when your team was healthier or the most healthy that they were last season and so 
I think it's fair to say this offense is going to be, you know, really good, and, and they're going to take some time to kind of get into the rhythm and rhyme of the season once the regular season does start. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, at this point, you've got a lot of wide receivers that you want to see. You might as well get more opportunities for them down the roster. R.J. Ochoa blogging the boys and ESPN San Antonio with us here on Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. And, R.J., the difference between the defense this time last year and right now under Dan Quinn? I think it's sizable, certainly. I think it's it's a huge injection of a flavor. That might be the, the way I would put it. I feel like last year the Cowboys were, were kind of cooking with just bare bones, bare ingredients, and now they've added season salt and, you know, paprika <laughs> and thyme or whatever. Um, and that changes things. I mean, you're not changing fundamentals, obviously, but you're you're adding an injection of substance. And I think that that's, uh, that's, that's what, you know, carried this defense in a different capacity so early on. I mean, you know, the Cowboys' top defense, defensive starters, however you want to qualify them, have generated two turnovers. Granted, they were, were helped by a, a bad exchange against Pittsburgh, but that's that's opportunity that wasn't happening with them last year. And some of that's just luck and some of that's just football. Uh, but I think that the overall change in disposition has really taken an effect that is really nice to see. Um, I think we might see Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderesh play on, on special teams, and that's really, you know, that's uncharted territory for them. Uh, um, players on the Cowboys who played at least 100 snaps over the last two years, um, they're the linebackers who played the fewest of them on special teams. And so Tony Romo once said that football is a meritocracy, but the Cowboys have had a lot of nepotism around the organization. And it does seem like now they're holding different people accountable. And I think that some of that is the Dan Quinn effect. Is special teams where you look at Jalen Smith, maybe he's going to have to get used to that because of the way this linebacking situation is looking like it's going right now yeah I mean I think that that's you know if you're if you're a linebacker on an NFL team and you're not a, a frequent player you're not a starter I mean you have to contribute on special teams that's just kind of the the way this whole thing works it's the the problem for Jalen and you know people take a lot of opportunities to, to pile on him but I don't think he'll be very good at that to be quite frank and that's just kind of who he is as a player but I do respect, assuming it does happen, the Cowboys just saying, you know what, this is a sunk cost at this point. This, you know, the Cowboys have, have played players because of their contracts before, and that's, that's never a wise decision. Obviously, you can't go back in time and change that you paid Jalen Smith, but you can adjust now. You can say, who are the best players? We have to get them on the field on defense because those are the guys that are ultimately going to be responsible for us getting turnovers, stopping the ball, forcing punts, et cetera. And if Jalen Smith has a way, whatever that way is to contribute, you have to find it and you have to capitalize on it. RJ, uh, talk about some of the uh, some of the spots that uh, that are up for grabs. I know that there's still some roster spots that people are fighting for, and and tomorrow night and is going to be another one of those opportunities for players to uh, to get themselves on film and shine for the coaches. Yeah, I think one of them is definitely a swing tackle. The Cowboys did sign Ty Insecki this offseason. He really hasn't separated himself uh, so far throughout camp in the preseason. And so they have other options technically that played the position for them last year in Terrence Steele and in Brandon Knight. And so, uh, there's nothing to really feel overjoyed about there. Uh, but so you, you've got to figure out who that guy is. You have to establish who your swing tackle is. And so I think that's one that a lot of people will be watching. Uh, Neville Gallimore obviously got hurt last week against the Arizona Cardinals and he's the best defensive tackle on the team. And so now, you know, if he's going to be out about, I don't know, maybe a month or so into the season at, at most, I think you've, you've got to find help at defensive tackle. You've got, you've got Brent Urban. You have Carlos Watkins. You have Justin Hamilton. Osa Digizua. You have players further down the roster 
that are suddenly now looking at more snaps, more opportunities to, to put themselves on film, to put themselves on tape, to really hopefully either earn a roster spot entirely or improve their positioning on the depth chart. And then finally, I think, you know, this safety group is, is one that is interesting. I don't know that there's a spot up for grabs, but I think that, you know, that's, that's a position that really has to, to stabilize itself. And, you know, hopefully we do see Malik Hooker. I uh, haven't seen him yet as a Dallas Cowboy. Donovan Wilson has, has, you know, popped throughout camp, but it would be nice to see them all kind of come together and raise the floor of a back end that has been really bad over the last couple of years. You mentioned the D tackle spot uh, in because of injury, and, we, and we've mentioned the fact that there's some roster spots available. Are there any starting spots that are still up for grabs when, when you really look at this football team in their, in their, uh, in their starting 22? You know, I would say two, um, potentially. And one of them might be the team's, you know, secondary cornerback, whether Anthony Brown is able to fight off somebody like Maurice Kennedy. Um, remains to be seen. Maurice has really popped throughout camp. If, if he can supplant Anthony Brown, this might be the game that he's able to do that. Uh, but on the other side of the ball, you know, if, if you had asked me this question, I don't know, six weeks ago, I would have said there's not a single spot on the offense that is available but the way the Cowboys have experimented with Connor Williams at center at least, you know, opens a few questions up. Um, and so I don't know that there's a spot as much as a, a, an option the Cowboys are creating. If they do seem to prefer Connor Williams at center, um, is Connor McGovern the left guard of choice? Because today, uh, Todd Archer from ESPN floated out that the Cowboys have received some trade calls around Connor McGovern. So if it's not him, who is it? Is Connor Williams your preferred left guard? Is Tyler Biotis your preferred center? So I think establishing who the preferred left guard and center is, what combination there is, is really the thing that is maybe not up for grabs, but up to determination somehow, some way. All right. Uh, tomorrow's game day. So what do you got working for uh, Blog of the Boys? Well, we're really excited. Uh, it's nice to have a game that doesn't kick off at 9 o'clock like we had last week. Uh, so uh, we've, got, uh, we've got articles all throughout the day, players to watch, things to pay attention to. After the game, we'll have a live show on our YouTube channel. We'll podcast that as well. We're getting closer and closer to the regular season, obviously. In fact, three weeks from today, uh, we'll all be talking, celebrating the fact that the Cowboys are 1-0 and the only undefeated team in the NFL, obviously. <laughs> Sounds like a winner. Hey, RJ, appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for being with us. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. That's RJ at Show Up, Blog of the Boys and ESPN San Antonio. It